Welcome to the Monday Review, where we take a look back over part one of the Irish Cup double header with uh, Morgan put to the sword of pretty comfortably on Friday night at Hillsborough. And Chris Holt and Joe Cran is here to take us through that, as well as looking ahead to Wednesday night's trip to Southampton in the Carabao Cup. This is the Star Isles Monday Review. Joe. Hello. Comfortable? Yeah. Best way of putting Friday night's win, really. It never looked in any doubt. Yeah. It all seemed pretty easy. Never looked like there was going to be any upsets apart from David Stockdale's minor blip. That was essentially it. Yeah, it was a, I think that the old cliche is it was a professional display. I think they did what they needed to get done. Um, like you say, they were never really in any sort of bother. Thought some good performances out there. The, the the team was really strong. You know, we were talking about it last week about we weren't sure what they were going to do with it. Um, and bar, you know, a couple of guys like like Barry Bannon, it was it was it was a strong side. You know, there were some some really good players out there. And I think you look at someone big standout was was Alex Martin. You know, it was a it felt like a big day for him, just like almost a carbon copy of what we were talking about before with with Malik Wilkes and, and him being given that starting berth against Burton, it was basically the same situation for Alex. And, you know, it's, it's really good for Wednesday that both players took their chance. That's what was one of the things I was going to bring up, actually. So he made five changes to, from the, the match previously. Um, yeah. I think that's right, he made five, yeah. Who then kind of stepped up? Who looked like... They, I wouldn't say nobody's ever going to kneel down a place, but was there somebody there who you thought, right, he's going to... He's, He's made it, he's at least staked a claim for a place, certainly, if not tomorrow night or Wednesday night, because we're not entirely sure what kind of side he's going to pick there, but certainly at the weekend. Yeah, I I think, say, for me, Martin was a real standout. He he was, I sort of spoke to him afterwards and he was talking about how, you know, talking about what he was hoping to bring to the side, what Darren Moore had told him that he wanted him to offer to to Wednesday. and he, he did look like a player a player that just really grew in confidence. There was a there was a little a little nutmeg early early doors in the game. It was probably within the first fifteen minutes or so, and he he clipped it through his man's legs and then sort of went down to the byline and, and got a little ball into the box. It was almost like someone you know took a, took a weight off his shoulders after that, you know, because it it worked out. And after that, he just felt, yeah, I can I can really go for this now. And he, he really really deserved his goal. It was. Um, it was a bit lucky in the sense of it was just a horrible back pass, but you know he's he's read the game really well, and yeah, I think he he really stepped up in a game that he he needed to really. There's there's a lot of there's been a lot of questions about where he fits and whether he's going to be able to make an impact this season, but I think games like the other day showed exactly what he can bring to this Wednesday side, and yeah, he was the the main standout for me. I thought Dominic Offer was was excellent. It's really nice to see Dom sort of getting back. He's another one who's coming for a lot of criticism. Um he he was just doing what Dom does, you know, for, for so long it's been it's been really difficult for Iorfa because he had that bad injury, then he came back and he had another injury. And he, he just looked a little bit like he's been lacking in confidence. But the other day again he just he, he kinda looked like he'd had a weight lifted and there was points when he was bounding, you know, bounding from centre back all the way through as one point he got clipped on the edge of the box basically. So yeah, he, he looks like a player that is is really really kicked on, and you know he's Josh Winness was back in, and he just showed his quality again. I think there has been a couple of people doubting him, but um, 
nice for him to get that goal again because he uh, he's not been finding the back of the net as much as he as he wanted, and to do it in that style as well is uh, is really nice. Obviously, as usual, <clears throat> excuse me, as usual, uh, you spoke to Darren Moore after Freddie's match. This is what he had to say after the the two uh, 0 win over Morgan. Please, that's what we wanted um, to get into the second round. We spoke about that coming here tonight. Uh, so really, really pleased. I thought Rob would dominate the game really for large spells and had large uh, times with the ball. Uh, it was about making, getting those patterns right um, and converting the chances. Um, I thought Josh was a wonderful individual, but brilliant strike for the goal, which we know Josh can do. And I was pleased for Alex Martin tonight, really, for the 90 minutes because he looked a threat and a constant thorn in, in their side. So I'm really pleased with the win. Yeah, again there, uh, Darren speaking to um, to us about bringing up to Alex Maiden, as you as you said, we spoke about him last week, um, him and Malik Wilkes about how they how they squeeze them into the team on a consistent basis, and we we spoke about a change of formation. Does it feel now that that can now be a plan A or a plan B for for Darren going forward? You yeah, he's, he can, almost as if he's trusted. He's trusted those players now. We can go right. I can do that today. Definitely, I've got the players to do it. Yeah, I think that is that. That's the long and short of it. That it's almost felt a bit like in the past he wasn't. He was a bit reluctant to switch to a back four because he, he maybe didn't. He did wasn't entirely sure that they they could handle it with the players or with the work that they'd been able to do on it. Whereas now, I was talking to Darren the other day about it, and he said they've done so much work with a back four that they are very much comfortable with a, a three or a four now, which means that they can switch it in games, they can switch it based on the opponents. And I think it's a really nice thing to have for Wednesday is that ability to be fluid in their formations. And um, they do have the players now to, to switch it up. You know, we, we spoke, like you said last week, about Martin and Wilkes, who are, you know, they're wide players. They're not wing backs. They are they are wingers. Um, they're inside forwards and that kind of thing. So, the the ability to do that is is a real a real bonus for Wednesday. And I think we will see it a fair bit more. I, and I and I think that we'll also see it. We we've seen Darren change it in game now as well. So to see to be in a situation when whether it's to sort of try and get a result and it's not going all the, the way, or if they feel like they need to shore things up and switch to a back three, potentially, they've got the option to do so. And uh, yeah, I, I, it does feel like Darren's a little bit more comfortable with it now. And I'm sure that is down to the players being comfortable with it as well. I mean, obviously, with as, as far as Maiden's concerned, but him and Wilkes are different kind of... Um, the circumstances around their slow starts are, are very different, obviously. Malik had a protracted kind of transfer saga, as it were, um, before mm. he came in, and he needed a while to get up to speed. As far as Maiden's concerned, this is his biggest. You know, the, the, this this him. No, he's, he hasn't played an awful lot of senior football in his career, and it was going to take him a while to get up to speed and get the get used to the physicality of of League One football and and all those types of things that come with with having. A young player does it kind of feel like we watched we watched them the other week against uh leicester under 21 so that's different but uh, since then has it kind of felt like he he looks more like he's capable of of coping with the the rigors of league football 
Yeah. yeah, I think so. He, he, I, I do think that he's a confidence player, and I think that's natural at 20 years old. You know, in that kind of position, it is one where when you're 20, if you try a couple of things in a game and it don't work out, it is going to knock you. And that's that's where you, I think, where you, when when you grow up, and this is, it, I don't mean this to sound like a ridiculous comparison. You look at someone like Ronaldo when he was younger. And that was the thing that set him apart was he tried stuff. It wouldn't work and he just wouldn't be bothered. You know, he'd just keep trying it until it did. And I think that's the difference with the sort of elite wingers and wide players, the, the guys who do have a bit of speed, a bit of tricks. Uh, and and it, I think that is one of the things for, for Alex. He, he needs to sort of maintain that, that level of consistency and be, you know, comfortable in his own skin in terms of when something doesn't work, he knows he's got it in his locker. So, you know, just keep going. And it does sound like that's what Darren wants from him. You know, again, speaking to Alex after the game, he was saying that, you know, Darren wants him to be free. He wants him to play his game. And I, I think that we, we got a real insight, for, probably for the first time, as to what Alex is capable of the other day. And uh, yeah, long may that continue, because I think whether it's a game where he started and he's been asked to run at fullbacks, or if it's a game when he's coming on for the last 25 minutes, trying to kill a game off or find a, find a goal to get a draw or a winner, he can be a very, very dangerous player in this league. And and I I think he's the sort of player that if he is coming off the bench, a lot of fullbacks will look at him coming on and go, oh, I, this is the last thing I need with 20 minutes to go. Another player who's had a bit of a stop-start uh, career so far for Wednesday is Will Volks. Um, how did he get on? Yeah, he was tidy. He was tidy. I think we, we've, seen, um, we've seen some really good performances from him we've also seen somewhere he sort of won't have been up to the standards that he, he will have set for himself but he was tidy the other day he, he, he's got a really really nice eye for a pass pick some pick some good long balls especially um but yeah I think Will is the the sort of player that is is pretty dependable you know you, you know what you're getting from him and I think that his experience is something that will be really really important for Wednesday as well he's played at a, a high level and and has done for a long time now but I think the the midfield the midfield options are, are just really strong this season. I, I, I presume we're going to talk talk about him in a bit. But Tyree Backinson was excellent the other night as well, um, and it just feels like with the the six midfielders that Wednesday have got the six centre midfielders, sorry, they've just got so much range and so they they all play such different games as well. So the, the ability to switch things up in that midfield is it's pretty frightening when you're looking at the over the course of a long season. For the first time in a long time, you look at the Wednesday midfield and go, right, well, we could lose two of these midfielders and we've still got enough to be a real, you know, be a real threat. And you're not having to call on kids or players who don't have much experience. You've got six players there that can all do a job. I had two more players to talk about, Parkinson being one of them. Um you touched on it there. What what did he show? What what can he offer? He's, he's gonna be in and out, isn't he, really? Yeah, I think to be honest, it's like like we said the other week. I think other than Barry, they're all going to be in and out. I think that's just the nature of it this season with that the the, the competitiveness of that midfield and the the fact that they do all offer different things. Darren probably looks at each opponent and goes, right, which of these guys can do the most damage to this specific team? Um, and I think with what something that Backinson offers for me is, I think he's got an eye for a pass that I'm not sure anybody else in that midfield does other than. Barry, you know, his ability to, you know, Volks has got a really, really good eye for a pass long range. He, he picks some nice diagonals and that kind of thing. But the, the thing that Backinson seems to have is the the eye for the sort of, you know, the, the, 
defence splitters. There was one the other day where he he knocked out about four players with one pass straight, and it was you know a low a low pass straight in behind the defence, and that's something he seems to have. And he's a very very intelligent footballer as well. You can see the way that he uses his body, the way that he moves into space, the way that he reads the game. Um, I've been really, really impressed by Tyree when he's played. And he's also a great player for League One, just in terms of size as well, because he's a big lad. He's really strong. Um, it was interesting talking to Darren the other day, and Darren was saying he thinks he's got the potential to to go all the way. He says he, he thinks he can be a real, really, really like, just he talks about his potential, about him, you know, presuming he sees him as a future Premier League player. And he's, he's 24 years old as well. So he's got a lot of attributes there. He's got age on his side. And um, yeah, I think that the other day he was, for me, him, him, Martin and Iorfa were the, the best three players on the pitch from a Wednesday perspective. The final player I wanted to talk about is Jack Hunt. Um, Jack's obviously had a lot of misfortune with injury and illness and all kinds of things this year. And not to mention the, the steady and, um, you know, consistent form of, of Liam Palmer this season yeah, yeah. Which, which has been uh, probably the biggest reason why why we haven't seen much of Jack it 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 was good to see him playing for a start because you need as many options available to you as possible again when we saw him the other week he wasn't exactly glittering against Leicester's under 21s how did he how did he look did he look better did he look a little bit sharper than than he was Given that he was literally coming back from injury that much, yeah, I think it, for 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 Jack, it's probably a case of just trying to be steady. You know, he he wants to try and get back in there, and I, I like you say, I, I I think it is as much as anything else. Just, I mean, Liam's been so good this season. He, he's, I don't think anyone is undroppable, but I think Liam's one of those players this season that's just been so good. It's it's difficult to leave him out. Um, it would be nice to have Jack properly back available again just because it gives you the option to shift Liam to centre, sort of one of the right centre back or left back or left centre back all these different positions he's played it gives you that option but yeah with Jack he unfortunately for him he went off with a bit of an injury he, Darren said it was uh, possibly his groin it might just be a case of he's not played that much football and he he, he felt it and he didn't want to take any chances with him but yeah Jack Jack was steady um, and it's a uh, I do feel for him this season because he was such a, a consistent performer for Wednesday last year. Um, you know, one of the players that really did from start to finish just have a, a strong season. He didn't really have any major blips over the course of last season. So, yeah, it'll be frustrating for him how this this whole campaign's gone so far. But hopefully, his injury's not a bad one, and he can he can kick on and and start knocking at the door again. It did appear the, the very little I saw the match. It did appear that. He probably was just feeling something, having not played an awful lot, and yeah. he obviously thought that the, you know there's no point carrying this on, regardless. Exactly. Yeah. There's, there's been plenty of injuries going around, so it, the fingers crossed it's nothing, it's nothing <laughs> too serious. I, I do think Darren's just got to the point now where it's just like we're, we're not taking any chances. It's like you, you you feel like the slightest twinge and if he, if the opportunity is there to take you off, he'll take you off. It was interesting listening talk about um about Barry the other week. Um there was a game which game was it now? It was a game it was pretty much oh, it was Burton. It was Burton and Barry felt a little bit of a twinge at two 0 and they basically agreed between each other, if we get to three, you're coming off. 
And it literally, they got 3-0 and like 30 seconds later, the board was up and Barry was making his way off the pitch. So I think they are going to be cautious. Darren's, you know, I'm very reticent to say this out loud. Um, but Darren, Darren does seem to have got a bit of a handle on the injury situation now, which is great um, compared to this time last season. Um, you've only got a couple of players who are who are struggling. And um, I think that is down to Darren being as cautious as he is and, and he doesn't like to rush people back. And, and yeah, another thing that you, you sort of hope will carry on because Wednesday at full strength are, you know, they're a force to be reckoned with, that's for sure. Of course, if we were having a press conference ahead of a big match, we would we would have a little bit more information on the severity of these injuries. But there we go. Unfortunately, not. Um, moving on then uh, to the the other cup match, which we don't have a press conference for. Uh, <laughs> Wednesday are on their way to Southampton, and um, it's a long old trip. This one. A long old trip. Um, news broke today that Southampton have sacked their manager, Ralph Husen. Tal Husen, Husen. Hassan Hutel, is it? I'm, I'm actually not sure how you pronounce it. Uh, that, I, that has never been a bother to me before until I've had to say it out loud. Um, I've only ever seen it written down. Ralph Hassan Hutel, sorry. <laughs> um, and it looks like. Uh, Nathan Jones could be going there from Luton Town. Yeah. Uh, I would imagine he probably won't take this match on Wednesday night, um, given that he's probably only spoken to them today. And it'll be a bit of a turnaround for him to be in charge on Wednesday. We don't know that for certain. Of course, he, he may well do so. But um, it, it's a tricky one now, really. It, 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 you're not, it, it's a difficult one to gauge what that actually means because yeah yeah you've got the potential for a lot of players now thinking we've got a new manager in here i've got a chance to kind of stake my claim yeah or, especially the fringe ones that might play <laughs> yeah exactly those could these that's what i mean because these are the play this is the kind of game where the fringe players would ordinarily go in and and get a few minutes under their belts now those French players are getting a few minutes under their belts and putting themselves in the shop window to tell the, not the shop window, but putting put themselves under the spotlight to say to the new manager, here, look what I can do. Yeah, Stick me no, exactly. back to the So it, it's, it's been given a different kind of challenge for Wednesday this week, hasn't it? Yeah, it does. It, it's one of those as well where you see a, a manager fired and on one hand you go, oh, this might be interesting because it... Throws a bit of uncertainty there, but then the other thing is the you know the old new manager bounce, all that kind of stuff. You've seen what happened at Villa since Steven Gerrard left, for instance. Um, it's yeah, it it's it was tough. It was a tough one to call beforehand. It's even tougher to call now because, um, like you say, you don't know what sort of side's going to go out. You don't know what kind of ambition they'll have, given that they have got a new manager to impress. Um, Southampton said that Ruben Sellers was going to take over for this game. You know, I don't know if that's provisional based on, you know, they don't know when they'll get a new manager. But if Nathan Jones comes in and they get him through the door, maybe maybe he will be there. I'm sure if, if it gets down the line, he'll be there on Wednesday. But it just might not be a case of him being down on the bench yet. So, we'll yeah, we'll see. I think, I mean, we're talking about Southampton. I have no idea what Wednesday you're going to do. Honestly, like I, I have no idea what sort of side Darren's going to put out. I think... There'll be 
Um, there'll be a, a good part of him who wants to go and you know have a real go at this game. Um, I think if Wednesday are going to have any chance, you've got to have your best players on the pitch. I, th- I think that that for me is 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 simple. I, I don't think Wednesday are you know going to get a result if you're leaving people out who have been key to the side this season. The the schedule's not horrendous now. You know, it's no. not like in October when it was a mess and you know it was games every three days and that kind of that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, I can see I can see Darren putting out a, another strong side. And as again, as we mentioned in last week's pod, like I'm sure the guys are they want to play it. Premier League stadiums in front of, you know, in front of TV cameras, in front of people watching all over the world on in the Carabao Cup. So I'm sure there's a lot of players who want to play in this game. And I I think Darren's going to name a, a pretty strong side, to be honest. I mean, I hope he does. I mean, I, I'm not being disparaging here, but they're playing Accrington on Saturday. Yeah. And then another yeah. week before they play again. He's got enough players in that squad to be able to put probably put his best eleven out on Wednesday night. Yeah, I As think so. Put a good squad out against Accrington on Saturday, knowing that he's got a full week to let everybody rest for the following match. Yeah, it's one of those hindsight things as well. You know, if they put a strong side out and they get a result, everyone will go, "That's great! I'm really glad we've done it." If he puts a strong side out and someone goes down with an injury, then it's like, "Oh, this is awful management." Can't believe he's played these players and taken that chance. But, you know, speaking to Darren, he wants to win this. You know, he wants to win every game that he plays. And it, it didn't sound like he had any intention of this being a um, a cup game. And it's not priority. I, he wants to win this match. And I think that I, I would be, you know, I'd be inclined to think that he's going to go with um, a stronger side as he thinks he can go with on, on Wednesday night. That's great, Joe. Thanks very much. Uh, we will be back on Thursday. You work on Thursday? You are? I will, yeah. I'll have just got back from Southampton, probably. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have both of you back on Thursday, you and Alex Miller, who's attempting to... Who's that? St- attempting to sneak comments into the into the podcast here, by the way, <laughs> in the background. Um, yes, we'll be back on Thursday with Joe Cran and Alex, Alex Miller talking about that match against Southampton and of course looking ahead to the weekend match against Accrington um, where Wednesday hit the road again. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Speak to you soon. Cheers.